Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Hello and welcome to Why is Mr. Feeney a Car, a uh, TV guide review podcast of the action shows of yesteryear. And today we're just a couple of good old boys, never meaning no harm. Uh, you all you ever saw. <laughs> Been recording on this pod since the day we was born. Uh, today is another great car show. Dukes of Hazard, and I, yeah, I just want to say thank you for introducing me to this television show, Aaron. Because spoiler alert, I loved it. It's it's a great show, and I I I, I texted you. It's like you have now seen every Dukes of Hazard episode <laughs> ever. Like I cannot fucking believe how much of a Dukes of Hazard episode this is. How representative of the whole. It's got everything. It's literally got everything. There's only one iconic thing that this episode doesn't have. Oh, yeah. Which is a good old fashioned hood slide. Apparently, they didn't invent there, there, that. There was, one. there was one. There are you sure? Because it, like it, the the well, maybe in the knee. credit sequence, he's he slid over on his knee, not on his booty. But in, I guarantee you, in the episode proper, because like yes. the the lore goes that in this in the the second episode, Tom Wopat. Uh, goes to leap. He was on like an embankment and he was going to jump over the hood like and he trips oh, and ends up sliding over and he actually he rams his hip bone into the car's antenna and you can actually hear him go like, ah! Uh, and the director thought it was so fucking cool. They're like, we're going to do that. We are no longer walking around cars. We're going to slide across hoods and in subsequent episodes, they removed the antenna from the General Lee oh. to facilitate <laughs> said slide. Uh well, the CB the CB radio is a plot point in this episode. Oh yeah, it's in every episode. Like it's it's <laughs> okay. a, it's 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 a big deal. This is a very so this is a very zeitgeist type of TV show. Um, mm-hmm. I did a lot of reading about this today. Oh uh, really? <laughs> and there's this like mixture of like we had this peanut farming southern southerner in the White House. Uh, mm-hmm. There's this fascination with like southern ca- uh, counterculture, CBs, mm-hmm. convoys, mm-hmm. Smokey yeah, like and truckers. the Bear. Trekker uh, was a big thing for a while. Yeah, the uh, you know Bruce Bruce uh, or not uh, Burt Reynolds uh, running running Coors Light over the mountains, sex right. like there's this like kind of this this zeitgeist and NASCAR was big, racing was big. Uh, there's also this like this is the height of like Three's Company, Charlie's Angels kind of like uh, uh, sex position type shows like sexy, you know, get girls in bikinis and ogle them. Oh, type. Yeah. And this oh. and combined with a lot of folks in America's sense of racial innocence that they developed <laughs> after the Civil Rights Act yeah. and right up until George Floyd's death. Uh, this <laughs> this this culture. This yeah. cultural cauldron brewed and brewed, and we have the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. Uh, good old boys uh, who have no, not a racist bone in their body. No, who, sure don't. Who fight the system and <laughs> are uh, and for progressive causes under the <laughs> under the stars and bars uh, in, in a car called the General Lee. It's incredible, <laughs> breathtaking. Right. Uh, when you said this episode was missing something, I was hoping you were going to say, much like there's the evil Kit, whose name is Carr, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was hoping there was going to be an evil General Lee that's like the General Grant with like the, the oh, battle you are, flag of the, of you the are, Northern. You are stealing. You are <laughs> battle flag of Northern aggression. Yeah, the American flag. Uh, you... <laughs> 
<laughs> you're stealing you must have read my notes for later in the outline because I have some suggestions on how we can fix the Dukes of Hazard. Oh how we can, shoot. Because I, I the thing is is like the Dukes of Hazard is uh, well, I don't know. There was a brief. I, I read a whole bunch of articles from like 2020 that said that there was uh, a rash of um, Dukes of Hazard being taken off the air over the oh, really? whole General Lee Confederate flag thing. Which fair enough, oh, yeah. but uh, I, I got, I got, I, we can fix them. We can fix the. We oh, can yeah. fix these Duke boys. They're good boys. They never I meant have... no harm. <laughs> yeah, and there's some. <laughs> they definitely. You could tell where the studio was like, we need to make it abundantly clear that these are not like racist Southerners. Right. And uh, we, right. I'm sure we won't get to that. Did you but, see, did um, you hear the, in the, the pilot is, is a quick passing reference, but the balladeer, the, the narrator of the show informs us that the Dukes uh, fought on the side of the union. They fought against the Confederacy. Well, they, they, they fought everyone is kind of, <laughs> They're like yeah. we fought the we fought the Yanks we fought uh, the Confederates we fought you know it seems uh -huh. like they they fight anyone that just encroaches on their whiskey land. True, as is their God given right as Americans. I, I I wouldn't stretch as far to say, and actually, it's kind of this is like the whatever you call that fuzzy era of pretending everyone pretending that racism has been fixed. It's the civil right. rights movements over and everything. Right. This uh, is the like the radical. Era. This is like the the radical centrist of that era of like, mm. I'm not, we fight the North and the South. Right. See? Right. <laughs> we look everybody. Uh, but yeah, this, this had a huge hold on my childhood. I got, uh, I only celebrated five Christmases on this planet before I was the age of 32. And I remember on my last Christmas, I got a Dukes of Hazard stunt, I think it was called a uh, Blast and Barn stunt set. And it had a General Lee that had that thing where, like, uh, you know, if you like, you like vroom, vroom the car on the floor, it had like uh -huh. would retain that momentum. It had some kind of flywheel thing. You yeah. get this thing charged up super fast and you could, it, it would, it, it had this barn set and it would, like, you put it in the back of the barn, it would blow through the doors of the barn, like knock the <laughs> barn doors open. Uh, you had a whole bunch of little plastic hay bales you could stack, it would smash through the hay bales. It even had ramps where you could get it and its its tires had this wild bevel on the outside so when it hit these ramps it would hold like a 45 degree ski oh shit yeah it was fucking incredible i love that thing this show is the reason why someplace on this planet is kicking around a picture of about a five-year-old me wearing a confederate flag oh uh, boy <laughs> i got i got i got an orange general lee shirt and there it is right on my chest uh that's a good question at what age can you hold someone accountable for the t-shirt that they were wearing in the picture because it's uh, my not age for sure five years old ah in mooresville indiana ah uh, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would suggest I was a good old boy, never mean to no harm. Right, right. Uh, if, like, if now if it was an 18-year-old Aaron wearing that, now it's a choice, you know? That's true, that's true. And, and you know what? 18-year-old Aaron made some shitty choices out of, oh, uh, yeah. still out of a lot of <laughs> ignorance and uh, not knowing how the world works. But uh, we're not talking about, <laughs> we're talking about Bo and, Bo and uh, Luke Duke here. Hell yeah, uh, Jesse. I, not, not all of us were were, were uh, lucky enough to be born in liberal bastion states where all of our uh, opinions were correct out of the womb. You know? Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <let's... laughs> so you like so you like the show? This is. It. I feel like this is the first show, maybe this entire season that you've un uh, you've, you've you've wholly liked. So let's see. What have we watched so far? We watched a team. Airwolf. Airwolf, MacGyver. MacGyver, oh yeah. Well, you know, MacGyver's growing on me in retrospect after having listened to you and Jim kind of uh, analyze the fact that it was like someone on TV using their brain instead of their brawn, you know, that's, it is cool. But I mean, you saw that, this, uh, that MacGyver immediately followed when it was commentary on this era of television where right, everything yeah. was solved with punching and, right. you know. <clears throat> Um, I found this, and this it's just fun. It's a fun episode. Uh, it, it really reminded me of that, like, um, the the Knight Rider sort of feel, the tone yeah. of, like, it's going to be fun. 
we're gonna know there's gonna be bad guys who are cartoonishly bad, and our mm-hmm. guy is good and is almost like childlike, you know. Yes, yeah, um, big dumb kids. What's the one? So Luke is not the one that looks like Luke Skywalker. No, Bo, he's the Bo yeah. Looks like Luke. Dude, (laughs) do you know that like I was out of the Dukes of Hazzard era before I realized that because the association with Luke Skywalker (laughs) and Luke Duke was so fucking strong. In fact, I think now that I'm thinking about it, I think I thought they were the same actor. Yeah, I mean, they look pretty similar. Um, And like he wears a couple, he wears some coats, like leather coats that kind of look like Luke Uh, and Bespin uh outfit, you know? The, The haircut is pretty similar and then the oh, other yeah. one looks like john travolta like a lot he does he looks like the love child of uh michael landon and uh, george travolta or john travolta <laughs> george travolta <laughs> <laughs> uh he started farce off the uh, parody version of face off mm-hmm. uh yeah so i enjoyed it yeah it's got something for everything and then it's not nearly as cringy as I thought it was going to be. No, like it's there's not. definitely some cringe, but like I think even in, it, it read as like kind of like the 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 show having fun more than it was like not understanding what the hell was going on. Right, and, and the <sighs> boss hog is like straight out of vaudeville. <laughs> that actor, yeah. like he is so cartoonish. It's fun. It's like he just yeah, yeah. puts on like a big frowny face and stares at the sheriff who's like and And i I wish (laughs) i wish you could see what happens to roscoe p coltrane by the end of the run of this thing where he's just like this mess of ticks and verbal (laughs) stutters it's like it's hilarious the how like you think he's cartoonish and buffoonish now oh my god wait till he gets about 70 episodes of duke boys in him it's (laughs) it's already a nine out of ten on the the cartoon fact yeah they break the needle they break the needle (laughs) oh man but so yeah i i found it to be a pretty enjoyable watch uh, so, do you think we should uh, go into the synopsis part? Before we do, you have to give us an update. Where are you at with the theme song? Okay. Um, I th- I think this might be number two after Knight Rider. I, there were people in ch- my chat when I was watching this saying this is a number one. Absolutely no way does this beat. Actually, this might not even be a team. I think this might be three. Oh, uh, wow. Come on. bum yeah it's pretty strong but the but this has lyrics it tells a story it's a toe tapper you love you 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 know what's fun singing this like when you're hiking through the country (laughs) yeah yeah if i i swear to god i wish i could play banjo just so i could play this song this could be port. I, this feels like porch sitting music to me, though. Like, Beat all you ever saw been in trouble with the law since the day it was born. That's such true. a fucking does, cool song. I do like when TV shows let you know, but use that time to let you know what you're getting in for. But I would also argue, even and without Dukes lyrics, Hazard's the last of a dying era. Like it's like you you don't get you don't get many fully lyrics. Oh. Uh, you got like like Family Guy, I guess yeah. is. Hang on, we got a we got a hot take in the chat here. Number one is Greatest American Hero, but Dukes is number oh, two. We're gonna see to that yeah. next week, baby. That's next week. Greatest American Hero coming up next week, so that's exciting. Um, real quick, uh, one other observation of this is: Did you ever watch Gravity Falls? No. If, I watch it with my daughter. It's a fun watch. Um, mm-hmm. as an adult, I even recommend it. But um. <clears throat> Boss Hog is totally the, the the like silly bad guy from Gravity Falls is based off of Boss Hog, and I didn't realize it till I was watching this. Is that true, like, or you're just surmi- surmisal? No, it's definitely true. He's like oh my he's God. like this short squat guy. He's like a kid version of Boss yeah. Hog, but he oh. wears like the all white suit with the big cowboy hat and stuff. Gotcha. And yeah, yeah. He's yeah. totally a Boss Hog. So so that was fun. <laughs> Hangs out at the Boar's Nest. <laughs> Boar's nest. 
Uh, boy, my I got real stream of conscious notes here. Um, so they they the 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 balladeer sings the theme song, which lets us know that this is a story of uh, good old boys never meaning no harm. They're fighting the system like two modern day Robin Hoods. And as mm-hmm. soon as we get back out of the credits, the balladeer explains this that in Hazard County to do things different. And this is all set to a backdrop of the Duke boys and the General Lee chasing after a police car. Right. Um, and they talk about Bo and Luke and their cousins and they fight the system. Uh, and there's always this like the other thing I forgot about this show is the constant stream of patter that they voice over oh. during the car chases. I could do without that. I don't need it. It's like... I wonder if it stops after a certain point because how can you keep this shit fresh? There's yeah. only so much corn pone that you can you can fry <laughs> up. And it's like, we get it. They're cool and confident, you know? I don't, yeah. I don't need that. It's like... It's Here like, I woke up wanting to go rabbit hunting then my dog uh-huh. ran off. Now we're chasing a sheriff. Boy, aren't you glad we don't live in a big city where life is complicated? And yeah. you know, well, if you just tuned this car up instead of chasing women last night, we would already call. It's like, oh my god, yeah. This is this is your stream of consciousness. This is verbatim, folks. He's not, he's not synopsizing what they're saying. Those are actual lies. Yeah, my my show notes look like William Faulkner's Sound and Fury. Um, so they and, the, 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 the so the do you do you know why why are they chasing a cop car, Jesse? What's the mystery here? So, uh, their cousin Cooter stole the cop car because... I don't think they're blood relations, but... What? Come on! No, they are! No, no fucking way. Cooter, I think... It's it's not Cooter Duke. It's not Cooter Duke. Well, not all your cousins have the same last name, but later he brings up... You do in Georgia! And we'll it, get to it, that. Hey, Georgians get mad. <laughs> this fucking show makes the so, same joke yeah. in five minutes. Just wait. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, they're either capital K kid or lower K kid, but he uses the word kid later on. But anyway, so Cooter stole the cop car because the cop impounded Cooter's vehicle. Right. Um, so Cooter borrowed. It doesn't look like Luke. Luke. <laughs> borrowed Luke's car to steal the co- run the cop off the street, steal uh-huh. his car, and then ne- get in a chase. Yeah. And now the Duke boys are chasing down Cooter in the cop car. They have a loose sketch of an idea what justice is like in Hazard County. You know, it's kind of just uh, somewhere it between is... what Boss Hall <sighs> can impose and what the common folk can get away with. It is a almost anarchistic land in Hazard County with what they get away really with. It really is. It really is. Uh, so they find uh, when they examine the sheriff's car that there is a one-armed bandit, which gives the episode its name, kind of like sloshing out of the car because it's 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 done taking a flip and a turn. Mm-hmm. Yes. So for some reason, the sheriff had a uh, a slot machine, but there's no gambling in Hazard County. And this, what's, what's, so they, they, uh, kind of ponder what this could mean. And we go over to Roscoe Coltrane, which they, I did not know this was Roscoe's backstory that for 30 years, he was an honest policeman. And right before retirement, the county defeated, I don't know what this means. This is some Southern, Southern (laughs) poverty law center shit. His retirement got defeated in a county election. Like, after 30 years of faithful service to the county, the county is like, you know what? Fuck you. We're taking your retirement back. We're defeating it in an election and staring down retirement with a bad case of hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids, yeah. <laughs> he has been forced to cut corners and kowtow to the local crime boss, Boss Hog. This, this is what happens when you defund the police, you libs. <laughs> defunded his retirement they turned to corruption right and they talk about like there's all this stuff that he's into he's into this he's into that the moonshining and portable prostitution which Wait, the balladeer oh, helped boss hog what well, no uh well the sheriff is enabling this, this is the crimes the that the balladeer is talking about this he does portable that. prostitution which is uh ladies working out of an rv the balladeer helpfully explains so what the f- He's up for re-election this this Did we watch this... different shows? That was no, not no, in no, mind. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's 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 trust me, it's portable prostitution. 
Oh man. Uh, he he or as my notes say, portable norstitution. All one word. Uh he's up for re-election, but he's gotta talk to Boss Hog because Boss Hog runs everything. Out of the boar's nest, Jesse, his breakfast iconic. His bre- his iconic breakfast is black coffee and raw liver, which he was ahead of this trend. He's the original liver king. He is the original <laughs> liver king. Yeah, and he's it, got a similar physique. He does. He does. He's a Greek <laughs> god. Clearly, he actually is. He's pre Devito. He's Danny Devito before Danny Devito. Pre- Danny pre Vito. Yeah. This is and- essentially if you don't know who Boss Hog is, think of Frank Reynolds. Late stage, late season, always sunny, Frank Reynolds <laughs> in an ice cream Frank. suit. Yeah, pure white. Just uh, And instead of know, cat food, he eats raw liver, and there, there you go. Yeah, but for breakfast. And, and so he owns this place, the Boar's Nest. It's like a single wide trailer of a bar. And later they're like, it's the finest place in Hazard County. It's got a $1 cover charge to keep all the riffraff out. <laughs> We're the elites of Hazard County dying, yeah. And yeah, and we we find a little bit more of um the twisted allegiance between the sheriff and Boss Hog here. It's not just that they're into crime together, but they're uh brothers brother in law of each other. Mm-hmm. Boss Hog Cause... married the sheriff's fat sister, and it's yeah. important enough that they said that she's fat twice in the show. How how much how much would you bet that we see a boss hog's wife and and crack and and, and uh, laugh and joke about it before the end of the series? Uh, uh, I wouldn't take that bet. I think that that's absolutely going to happen. I think it's absolutely. I I don't remember for a fact, but I uh, I, I either she shows up or what's equally possible is that Roscoe P. Coltrane dresses as her in some kind of scheme. I don't, I got the mental image of this person in a dress, but I honest to God can't tell whether it's supposed to be, or it might actually be Boss Hog and Drag. I don't know. Anyway, uh, God, I kind of want to rewatch this series after I watch the pilot, except for I already have. I already have. What am I talking about? The thing is, so what I like about this podcast we do is we're agile. We mix it up. We never know exactly uh, where we're going to go with it. Because season the original three. premise was season two was going to determine what season three was. Right. Because uh, that's the I, thing. It's like, did, was it Levi that said, uh, uh, why, why is the General Lee a car? <laughs> that was Gnarls. <laughs> Gnarls is Gnarls. That would be a great, great subtitle for the podcast. Yeah. Um, did I you, would be, so, this is the front runner for me. If we're using this season to choose what we watch in season three, Dukes of Hazard is ahead by a log shot. We'll be back to talk more about why is Mr. Feeney a car after this quick break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And now we're back with more. Why is Mr. Feeney a car? Uh, so Boss Hogg is concerned with his new sheriff that's trying to run for election. And I, I honestly, I thought I tracked what he's saying here, but he's like that this guy is crooked more. Or he's so crooked. He makes Roscoe look straight, right. but he's clean, ruthless versus dirty, ruthless. Dirt, and I'll take yeah. dirty and like clean, ruthless makes me think of Elliot Ness, who I would not describe as crooked. I feel like they mixed their metaphors up here. Elliot Ness. Don't worry, I'm definitely not Googling this right now. Oh, he's the guy that took down Al Capone. He's the untouchable. Oh, the untouchables. Okay. 
Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's what he's going for. Hmm. He's like he's uh, lawful evil, whereas uh, the what's his name, the sheriff Roscoe? He's chaotic evil. He's chaotic, stupid murder hobo. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but the new guy wouldn't be okay with like running a mobile prostitution ring, I guess. So we are introduced to the wider Duke family. We meet Jesse Duke, who is the Hell clan yeah. patriarch. And I got to say, like... they use the word clan about three times this episode, <laughs> and I am wildly uncomfortable every single time. Wildly uncomfortable. Okay, uh, so whatever. I mean, like, is that part of the of the United States was, like, settled by, like, Scotch-Irish, right? Sure. I think, like, Appalachia and stuff. Yeah, that's like all Scotch Irish, so that they're like a clan based people. Sure. Scots. So sure. I'll, I'll give it a I'll give it a pass. But yeah, maybe if I was doing a rough pass at this, like maybe let's drop the 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 clan word. Um, he's a retired moonshiner, deeply religious man. Uh, he's well read, but rough as a mouth of bark when riled. Which is like, you know, this is the mentor. He's the old man. He's got all the wisdom. Uh, and him and the Duke boys eat breakfast every morning. Uh, Except for once a week when he drinks beer and eats donuts. Then, the uh, then we run into Jill, who is a Hazard County orphan that grew up in an orphanage. And right. she is grown up and gotten herself educated now to Hazard County. And she's hot. And <laughs> Bo Duke is Twitter pated. Uh, and she says that their orphanage is about to run out of money and she's trying to save it. Right. And um, <clears throat> the love struck, uh, not Luke Skywalker, Bo. Bo. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's going to do whatever it takes to uh, win her affection at this point, you know. But he's it's not doing no harm. I think he wants to both do good and went over it's a classic damsel in distress yeah i thought it was really funny uh that he's talking he's trying to cajole luke into helping with him and luke's i don't want to help no orphans he's like come on luke at least two of them kids gotta be yours right <laughs> which is it's funny you know it's a fun little jab but it's like yeah, yeah. apparently single moms just don't exist like they go straight to the orphanage <laughs> right right like, uh, yeah sorry. like there's there's a bunch of like are there a bunch of just dead kid or dead dead parents is like <laughs> oh well yeah we were joking about this on the during the live watch um because they also they there's a bunch of orphans and they don't wear seat belts so it's like a one oh, in one out right. policy right right yes and one child gets born and one um driver gets catapulted through a windshield <laughs> and it finds equilibrium uh, so we go back to the boar's nest we're going to be introduced to the highlight of the show daisy oh, motherfucking duke who I, drives I like richard now. petty shoots like annie oakley and knows all the words to every dolly parton song my yeah. god my yeah. god uh catherine back my so my i my my son came out of his room about six minutes <laughs> in this episode and it's like what are you watching dad this sounds crazy and i'm like it's a dukes of hazard this is one of my favorite shows when i was like a little boy and when we got to this scene he said dad did you realize you were, she was hot at the age of like six or seven? And I'm like, honestly, yes. Like I didn't fully understand. I just knew that there was some power here that I was connecting to. Right. Yeah. And oh my God. Oh my God. I thought, yeah. I'm sorry if I, uh, oh, I, I, I feel disloyal to Bonnie. Honestly, I was going to but... say the exact same thing. I feel like I'm cheating on Bonnie emotionally, which is weird. Cause <sighs> Bonnie made me feel like I was cheating on Roz from uh, Frasier, so maybe I just uh, have a thing for brunettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is a brunette to have a thing for. Her. Um, oh, and she's yeah. also she's just also just like aggressively cool too. So, um, like some she dude tries ass. to hit on her and he won't let her go. And does she need a boy to save her? Hell no. She just like fucking kung fu's this guy and puts him in his place. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> This is uh, the 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 line that we kind of alluded to earlier. Uh, I think it was Bo <laughs> is like, if you weren't my cousin, I would marry you. And then and she's like, in our family, that doesn't usually stop anyone. Something along those lines. With a flirt, with what I would describe as a flirtatious uh -huh. laugh. 
Yeah. I could not believe that the incest, I thought it was going to be implicit. <laughs> it is downright explicit. Like, that isn't uh, necessarily a deal breaker. And hey, uh, Daisy, I wouldn't c- kick you out of bed for being in my family tree either. <laughs> I mean, first first cousins, that's probably legal. You might have to get a genetic test or something. But Al- yeah, you Albert could... Einstein married his first cousin. Good enough And he's for a goddamn him. genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so they find out through their Daisy Duke connection because this guy was bragging to her uh oh, with with the offer of taking her to a no-tell motel in exchange for going to the Grand Old Opry uh mm-hmm. that he was smuggling in a bunch of one-armed bandit machines, a bunch of slot machines in a a truck bed full of manure. And the Duke boys, they hatched themselves a plot. And we spend about five minutes doing what this show does best, wasting time watching people tear ass around in muscle cars. I I don't know why they get lost in this goddamn junkyard. I don't understand it. It's it's maze-like. It's it's like the the Minotaur of Crete, basically. The the ever-changing labyrinth of... uh, And and Cooter is the the savage monster at the the, the center, yeah. Uh, uh, the Duke boys' bro- uh, friends are Dobro, Brody, the only black character on the show. And also, uh-huh. I looked him up. His character appears twice in the seven seasons oh of God. Dukes of Hazard. So we we don't we don't tell cousin David about him. Yeah, uh, we don't tell the the clan patriarch about that. <laughs> uh, they it's it's yeah it's 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 Cooter. Dobro and Brody, and There's they plan Dobro this heist. And Brody. I know they they plan this heist. I don't see how they, they differentiate themselves over CB. You know, mm, yeah. it's a it's a they get they gotta fucking spell shit out phonetically the NATO alphabet. But um, <laughs> they plan this heist over a laugh and a few beers. Uh, they're bumping each other on the road. They all have CBs. Oh, that's the other thing about this era of America, because all the other fascination with truck drivers and convoys and and uh, uh, <laughs> low, low, uh, yeah, lower class Southern white folk, the blue collar, yeah, blue collar. Yeah. The CB shit, like this uh, constant CB yeah. patter with the comeback, hit yeah. me up, and notes check your niner, and good buddy, and all this stuff. I feel like. I feel like CB radio is like the dark web of the 80, late 70s, early 80s. It might still be the dark web. Have you heard about the internet over <laughs> the ham radio shit where they're running like, it, oh, like number internet repeaters? Like and, no, they're like doing exchanging yeah. data and Are, stuff. I, I always get skeeved oh, really? out when I see stuff like that, but I don't know why. It's not mm. like the internet's sanit- sanitary. Uh... This guy, oh, there's something you won't ever see today. A guy visibly chewing tobacco and spitting tobacco juice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he gets a nice spit. Big old plug and a big old gout of juice coming out of that uh, that that mouth hole of his. They're having fun. This show is fun. Yeah. They're just tearing down the highway, bumping into each other. Laughing other's the whole time. Tails and having reaction shots to remind you. We're having fun here. Right, 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 right. right. This is, this is it's fun. like it's like an ev- every one of these guys is exactly like Michael Knight. They have that golden retriever <laughs> Labrador energy. He would fit right in. They, he would. <laughs> he would fit right. He'd be in. like, "Hey, this is this is cousin Hasselhoff. He's from California, but he's cool. He's cool. He likes the ladies. He likes to drink a beer. And you, what's your fa- hey hey Michael? What's your favorite food? Cheeseburger. I told you he's cool. Yeah, that, that he would told. Yeah, totally. They just bag on Devin the whole time. <laughs> David, which side did your family fight for in the Civil War? Why? We were in the Oxford. We were not involved in your... I fought on the wrong American... side of the Revolutionary War, son. <laughs> my, my, my ancestors were Whigs. Um, so you, we are about to... Uh, we're about to get introduced to another proud Duke tradition, which is the use of Daisy as bait. All that's oh, required to befuddle ninety-five percent of every henchman is oh, put yeah. her in a bikini and high heels on the side of the road. I mean, I I pull over. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. It would work on 100% of these of the people on this podcast. Right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, it, it's it's something else. And this happens a shocking amount. Not a shocking amount. Uh, I mean, the, the, the woman has a pair of pants named after her skin. Yeah, seriously. Like like. Yeah, the the cutoff mm-hmm. jeans that show the bottom of your ass cheek—they're called Daisy Dukes because this woman yeah. walked. She's in a cultural them. phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. started a, a fucking phenomenon. She's also offering chitlin sandwiches, right? Which sounds disgusting. Which I I don't know if chitlins is a real thing or something that you people from your neck of the woods do as a joke to confuse people from where no, I come I've from. had fried chitlins and I think it's gross. It uh-huh. tastes like grease. It tastes like greasy crap in your mouth. I would like to try chitlins. I definitely would like to try Brave it. man. Brave man. But it's no less disgusting than like a gooey duck. Well, you yes, if you're gonna, yeah. Yeah, those are pretty gross too. Uh, so Bo and uh, Luke hijacked them with that. And also the, the other conceit is these guys are on probation, which is the whole hook of the show. And they can't use guns, right. which is why they're always using bow and arrows, which I also forgot Bows about this show. And they yeah. they do the whole thing where they just come behind and like uh, bag these dudes up. And Daisy's like, oh, my God, boys, I told you not to bring machine guns. And they don't. Right. It's, it's, it's an armed robbery. Uh, machine guns. Uh-huh. But not technically. Yeah, and the thing about probation is uh, when you're on probation, if you commit a, another crime, they, you get charged for both. Right. <laughs> so yeah. like, these guys commit an awful lot of crimes for someone on probation. But then again, I've known a lot of people on probation, and they tend this to. This is the kind of county where you can more. just kind of steal a cop car and just a prank, and nobody, you know, it's like as long as you <laughs> yeah. get it. Oh, it gets. It gets even worse than stealing a cop car. Yeah. Later in the episode. <laughs> um. So. The Duke family has been in the moonshine 50 years before the declaration. Plus their taxpayers paid for that. The 50 years before the declaration of independence. Right. And Je- which is my favorite angle is the sovereign citizen angle <laughs> that the, the Duke clan. Sorry to use. Yeah, that explain, word, explain this. Explain what you're talking about here. What What is the deal that was struck? So since they have been moonshiners since before the Declaration of Independence. They existed as a semi-autonomous sort of a um, anarchistic um, region sure. of, of like, the Duke folk <laughs> who be- maintained their status as moonshiners, though illegal. And that was up until the point where uh, Luke and Bo got caught, and in order to negotiate their release from prison, uh, Jesse signed, he, he did the unthinkable and signed the Duke folks' first ever contract with the U.S. government. <laughs> That's, uh, they probably got social security numbers oh, and everything God, after that. government so, names, yeah. oh God. Uh, what, he, he says that they, he, si- it, he signed a treaty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as though they're like um, Native Americans or well, something. Well, they are. Which, I think they're. I think you're supposed to understand that they're southern. They're former Southern aristocracy too, which is why they're the Dukes. That they, but they've like <laughs> through hard times and the government cheating oh, them, they've really? lost everything. Yeah, because they talked about like we used to have the the whiskey, well, then had, we like, had the land, farm. and like all that was taken from us, and now all we got is our I name. I think they were like. I don't think they're like Spanish royalty. No, I'm talking like, you know, the Southern aristocracy. They talk about like, you know, like they probably had a plantation or something. Oh, okay. Which, you know, it's not too too hard about that part. Uh, The name does kind of annoy me, though, because like Dukes oversee a duchy and it's Hazard Count. Technically, they should be the Counts of Hazard. It's true. Because it's a county. Count of. It's not. It's not Hazard Duchy. True. It's true. Um, and then it could have actually been a fun kind of a vampire show mm. if they were the Counts. Uh, the boys think they have Uncle Jesse here on a logical uh, horns of a dilemma where they say, well, you know, this because he says this family don't hold the game. You got to take all this shit back because, oh, yeah, Uncle Jesse discovered this shit uh, hid in the barn. And they're like, well, right. Uncle Jesse. Uh, making whiskey is illegal, but we all did it. All and he's like, that was a family tradition. When we made corn whiskey, we paid taxes on the corn. This is a right. vice. You can't pay taxes on no vice. Like it's like paying taxes makes everything official. To bl- as long as you do on some stage, 
It's like sales tax, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's weird. They're like sovereign citizens, but they pay tax on their corn. Uh-huh. Uh, but, like, you can tax gambling winnings pretty true. easily, I feel like. How do you tax vice? Yeah. Um, yeah. So but, so they're going to give all that money uh, to the to the orphanage. They're going to do all that, and that, that puts a smile on Jesse's face. He officially blesses the, the vice now. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. What the hell? Oh, yeah, Bo. I, Bo gives a big old bag of coins to Jill because he's got the first take uh, from all this. Because that's what, 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 what they do is they have like a montage of them installing these slot yeah. machines and all the, like, Civic, the Rotary Club the Masonic Lodge, mm-hmm. the ladies quilting auxiliary, like all these places they're trying to get extra money for their causes, and they set yeah. up a 30-70 split, and they take the 30%. Bo gives this 30% to to Jill, and says there's more to right. come. Yeah, and it's kind of funny, There, so there's like a little boy at the orphanage, and um, Luke Skywalker, Bo uh, flips like a coin to him and is like, buy yourself a soda, kid. And he like scrambles off, which is kind of funny. Uh, well, but yeah, essentially, yeah. They go pays off too because he starts squirting flies. Yeah, yeah, which is funny. But it reminds me of like Michael Knight where it's like Michael Knight is great with kids, right? right? As part of his like character. And I thought they were going that direction with Bo, but it turns out not to be the case at all. And this guy's actually kind of a fun um, uh, comedic actor because uh, the kid runs off, buys a soda, sits in the back of the General Lee, is filling his mouth with soda and using it as like a squirt gun to squirt bugs in the car yeah he's like he's forcing the soda through his the gap in his front two teeth a process which i've always referred to as gleeking oh, oh well okay you, that's not gleeking, what's gleeking but... <laughs> what's gleeking motherfucker gleeking gleeking you like unhinge your jaw like a, a snake and then you like do like a, a neck muscle contraction to launch water forward Really? Cause in, cause it's more of like a mist. East of the Mississippi, <laughs> I think, gleeking is, is forcing spit through your gapping front teeth and shoot that, that that pure, you know, squirt gun stream out. But Yeah. Now, gleeking here is definitely an open mouth maneuver that comes from it sounds deep like you're hurling poison I... into your opponent's eyes. Philip Blossom says, I've always heard the definition Aaron is using. See, I don't East know. East of the Mississippi. Uh, so, <laughs> so Jill tries to shut all of his corn pone shit down and says like look I've been to college uh-huh. and I'm trying to save an orphanage I got no time for your country shucking and jiving and he says you don't can't big time me sister while you were off of college I was here fighting the system I fought the people polluting yeah. our water I fought the people polluting our air and land if you think this is a play for you you're mistaken now he is telling a lie because this is 100% a play for her Oh, and he's going to use yeah. some fucking backwoods country judo on her here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, to, to... He, Andrew, he's like, uh, he's redneck Andrew Tate. He's like Andrew Tater Tot. Yeah. Uh, so the sheriff investigates and he goes around, finds out all these rotary clubs doing big business gambling, figures out the Duke boys are selling the machines, and he puts on an early coo-coo-coo-coo exhibition as he gets riled up thinking about... Uh, the, the, how, how he's going to get even but he knows the Duke boys are popular and he's facing re-election so he can't just go and do some blatantly unconstitutional shit he's got to actually do get some evidence uh, he I feel d- like the Duke boys should run for sheriff like they would probably win <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't <laughs> bet that that's not a plot because <laughs> things get weird in late in late in late game Dukes of Hazard oh, where like yeah. Boss Hog and Colt and, and Roscoe and the Duke boys have to join forces against a greater extra county threat, you know? Maybe for season three of Feeney, we just watch the final season of Dukes oh, of Hazard. My God. We don't watch any of the early episodes at all. I would like to watch at least one episode of the uh, Forgotten Season where they fired Bo and Luke Duke and replaced them oh, with two other identical looking cousins and everyone hated it. And they brought wow. CBS back to the bargaining table and they reinstituted the, the, the real Bo and Luke and the show continued to, uh, to decline. Anyway, um... So his idea of getting evidence is just going and arresting Daisy. 
as far as I can tell, for no <laughs> right. fucking good reason. And for his trouble, she kicks his ass and steals his car. <laughs> yeah, actually, Daisy is innocent at this point, isn't she? She has... So she she wore a bikini on the side Listen of a road. Dish. That's her only crime. Oh, right. Okay. That's her well, only crime. Okay, so, that, so that's... Uh... What do you call that? Accessory? Accessory. But it, if, if she didn't if she didn't say, boys, you promise not to bring machine guns, she'd probably get off scot-free because she's just wearing a bikini at that point. But yeah. Um, I love that Daisy has a genuinely great time stealing this car. Like, it, she's just like the boys. She she's does. laughing and throwing her hair around yeah. and tear assing in this cop car. Yeah. She has a fun move where she, like, tosses her purse down and then kicks him in the butt and gets in the car. Yeah. And he pulls his gun out. He doesn't shoot, but he does <laughs> hey, like on, draw down on it. Shoot, you want to shoot Daisy Duke? Come on, <laughs> right? That would be you'll very die. You'll for die for it in Hazard County. You shoot Daisy Duke. <laughs> yeah, for real. And, and you'll be, you're, you'll, you'll, yeah. Luck, hopefully, the Duke boys will get to you first because they'll they'll do you clean. <laughs> uh, if Enos gets a hold of you, oh my God, it's gonna oh, get it's dude. gonna get weird. It's gonna get weird. You're gonna end up in some sort of a dungeon. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. They have this. Uh, they have this uh, car chase that ultimately leads into a wreck involving a piano. Uh, I honestly don't know. Uh, I do love how unapologetic Daisy is when he she come he the 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 sheriff comes to her window. She's like, oh hey again. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she. I mean. The actress has oozes charisma. Yes. Like it's not just like that she's attractive. Yeah. You know, she's just a charismatic person. She's also the only character aside from Boss Hog that's in No no, Boss Hog is the only character in all like three hundred and sixty episodes of the Duke Boys or the the, the 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 Duke's Hazard. Daisy's in all but one. I don't know which one she's missing for, wow. but it must be the lowest rated one on IMDB, I'm assuming. Yeah, <laughs> that's when she held out for a better contract, and after one episode, yeah. was, her pay was doubled. Um, <laughs> Uncle Jesse finds out the Duke boys have, in, have gotten Je Daisy in jail, and he is fucking pissed. Pissed, yeah, yeah. It's it's like, she's the last of our bloodline, which is kind of funny, because like <laughs> he's talking to these two virile young men, who are in like, their 20s, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And the whole point is, is, like, you two sons of guns are never going to settle down, so she's the only one that's going to. It's like, come on, like, they're going to get old. <laughs> they're not going to be these two young bucks forever. Uh, the, uh, the, 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 the quote of, the odds you two reproducing are as good as a hog producing beef. Like, God damn. Right. What a, what a fucking great line. Yeah, he's full of them. Uh, we are introduced to Deputy, Sheriff's Deputy Enos who is Hazard mm. County's oldest virgin and has no, no chill about staring at Daisy Duke. No. And they they even reconfirmed that he's still a virgin at this point in the series. This poor guy. This poor guy. Yeah, I know. He's the original incel. Yeah. Get it? Because he's a prison guard. Yeah. He's in the cell. Ah. <laughs> Involuntary incel, yeah. He's he, and also he'll probably get locked in a cell at least three dozen times over the course of this series. So oh, he'll yeah. literally be an incel. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Luke stops by and says, "Hey, it's Daisy's birthday. You wouldn't keep me from dropping off some things to her, to you." And she presents. Uh -huh. He he has presents and a clean change Every of clothes. Every frame of painting, exactly. By the way, exactly. <laughs> And what Enos excuses himself because he thinks that, that Daisy's going to change clothes. So he's like, oh, I got I can't I can't possibly. Oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah he's like, I'll, I'll just go to the CCTV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me get a, let me get a Betamax tape. And uh, I don't think we got VHSs yet, but. Uh... <laughs> Listen, I've, I've invented some sort of a cylinder that somehow can record video from from herself up. we'll be back to talk more about why is Mr. Feeney a car after this quick break and now we're back with more why is Mr. Feeney a car uh, there's a scene back at the boar's nest where Boss Hog is dressing down uh, Sheriff Roscoe Pico train because he's arrested a most popular woman in the county for hijacking fertilizer and he doesn't see how he's going to get his machines back 
And then he finds out about the Dukes running their gambling ring. And he actually in front of Roscoe says, hot damn. I wish I had them Duke yeah. boys on my side. Like for yeah. poor fucking yeah. Roscoe. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Doss, Boss hog is a very colorful guy. He exclaims at one point because uh, uh, Roscoe is very confident in his entrapment plan for the Duke boys. And he says, now I got three medals and two world war. No, I got three medals and two wars. And the only thing makes me scared is when you look smug. Yeah. Great line. Did you guys do the math on it's that? Because pro- I thought Korea and Vietnam, right? I think it's Ukraine and um, <laughs> Iraq, too. <laughs> Afghanistan, yeah, Afghanistan and Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have no idea. Uh what's next happen oh the duke boys are explaining to jill oh it's 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 Bo, and he's having a picnic with jill yeah and not much happens here basically she's like well i'm gonna leave town eventually anyway and he gets a little upset about that well, but- he's like ah it's up i i get thinking the world's clock ticks to my fancy but then you know i don't know basically the point is is she got a do job somewhere else so this just turned from a serious romantic love interest to a fling. Well, I don't understand because she began his conversation by he goes in for a kiss and she takes her hair and shields her face, which is a pretty uh-huh. unambiguous, like, I'm not interested That's a sign. Savage move. And he says, uh, Well, I'm just afraid things will get complicated. And then she goes, Well, I'm leaving soon. And then he's like, well, okay. And I'm like, but wait a second. You weren't the one with the objection here. How the hell did she get on board with fucking now? What did he do to change her mind? I think she just wanted to make sure he knew, like, not to fall in love. Don't catch feelings oh, this over is a this. Friends, right. This is a cousins we with can, benefits we situation. We can hook up for the... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh god you, I don't normally oof at jokes like that you got me on that one um, yeah for the next two weeks they can have their fun and stuff uh, I, I think she's just like alright chill out dude like we're not we're not gonna get married so <laughs> let's have a roll in the hay yeah uh, we go back to the jail and I was thinking this is the worst escape dude I still barely understand uh, it's, this blow up like, cause I'm plot. thinking okay there's gonna be a file there's going to be uh-huh. something that can cause a distraction. The The plan is that she's got a a, a, a blow up sex doll with a Daisy Duke wig <laughs> right. on it. And she's she's okay. dressed the, the bed to look like her. Then she gets the one mm. female police officer, corrections officer, to let her out to use the bathroom. And this thing inflates, but it. It's a self-inflating blow-up doll, too. It's and it's rigged to the door, because, but, like, as far as I can tell, this does nothing to help her escape. I don't I don't Because know the either. real thing that uh, causes her to escape is the fact that she beats up this, this police officer and steals her yeah. uniform. Yeah. It's the old... Uh, this is an, another great trope from the era of, like, disappear into the confined space with the officer fighting sound effects happen and then protagonist leaves in the uniform. Yeah. And the next scene, Enos discovers the fake. It doesn't help anything. Uh-huh. Uh, they smash right. cut to uncle Jesse, who is wearing a Daisy Duke wig and driving Daisy Duke's car and uh-huh. uh, faking the entire police department into thinking this, this <laughs> uncle Jesse is Daisy Duke, which is just, again, yeah. I don't know how blind or far away from the car you have to be to make this mistake. Again, the cop department was defunded. They all lost their vision benefits. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so they're all out there with a 520 vision. <laughs> they haven't had a new prescription uh, in 25 years. Yeah. Uh, it's a really convoluted escape plot that doesn't make a ton of sense. Yeah. Um, but it works. It works out for them. I love it when a plan comes together. Uh, Luke and Bo sidle up to Enos, who's not too bright, and said, uh, it's not, it's okay, Enos, it's not your fault that you're on the whole, the wrong side of things, which hurts his feelings, because he used to grow up with them, and he sees himself as still a good guy, and they, he says, well, at least I'm not doing illegal gambling, and he go, they go, oh, no, no, Enos, you don't get it, that was all the sheriff's idea, and we've been helping him all along. 
Uh, right. <clears throat> so the Dukes load what they they leak out that they're going to take a couple of slot machines and need repair to the repair shop. And Roscoe is staking out their, uh, I don't know, what one of these rotary clubs or whatever, and they load it into the back of the General Lee, and then uh, uh, they have another chase. Um, and yes. this time it's through, it goes the, on for a it's while. through the town. And B- B- Jesse, when I tell you this looks exactly like my hometown in the 1980s, this fucking looks exactly oh, really? like Mooresville, Indiana. I swear to God, That's funny. no building over two and a half stories. Uh, I mean, we didn't have we didn't have like gravel road. You had to drive a couple miles out of town before you hit your first gravel road. But yes, this looks exactly the train yards. This like if, if we drive past a gravel pit on the way out of town, I'm convinced that they filmed in Mooresville. It's instead the tractor <laughs> driving down the road. Check. That happens all the time. The fucking five and ten Ben Franklin. Check. I just. Ah. Five and ten Ben Franklin. Yeah, the five and dime. That was like the dollar store what? back in the 60s and 70s. Oh. You know, inflation. Hell of a thing. <laughs> Oh God! Pretty soon it's going to be called okay. the five, the five, the five, five, the five and below, the five and up, or whatever is going to take over, and people are going to understand what a dollar store is. Anyway, <laughs> it's a store you buy dollars at. What? Um, I don't know. They just do, they do another whole fucking uh, the, the chase. They're uh, they they yeah. they grab. There's the whole things are pointless. Like they grab this sign that says open ditch and I'm like oh they're gonna do that thing where they jump but Roscoe's not gonna be able yeah, to but, but they this don't doesn't pay off it, it doesn't pay <laughs> off uh, they get into a chicken situation but at the last minute they dodge and crash through a fence it's like it's like the anti night Rider you know um, right and Enos is the simplest man in Hazard County and they all this they, they lead him up to his wild goose chase to the orphanage where there is a big giant party happening and Roscoe steps out of the car confused, but everyone greets him like a hero because the Dukes have told everybody that the mysterious benefactor who's paid for all these gambling machines and is letting them keep 70% of the take is the sheriff. Right. So now he is a hero. He has legitimized gambling in Hazard County he has handled. Uh, he's swarmed by no less than 150 orphans. So too. many there orphans. There are a lot of orphans in this small town. They need to invent seatbelts yesterday, honestly. Uh, it, it would be funny if they had, if all the orphans had like shaggy black hair, like they literally all looked <laughs> like blue Luke. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and he handily wins re-election on the popularity of all this. And Boss Hog is pissed because he didn't get any of the credit, even though he's the one that actually spent the money on the machines. And that is the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a fun end. Um, what I like about the ending of this, it's it's a little bit clever. I'm not gonna say it's genius screenwriting or anything, yeah. but it's like the sheriff, who's the villain, mm-hmm. gets reelected um, because he's a useful idiot to the actual villain, Boss Hog, mm-hmm. and the Duke boys actually want the incompetent sheriff to remain. Sheriff, they don't want the cunning like yeah. Clean, that's that's a plot, like, plot point that they get to continue to fight the enemy they know. Yeah, so it's I don't know. I think it, it's pretty the way tidy. That it worked out there. I was about to say, I say that this is actually mm-hmm. from just a nuts and bolts meat and potatoes. This is a very tight script. There is ludicrous set it's, pieces, but shit makes sense right. and pays off long term. Yeah, yeah, uh, even down to like. I think they must have just not been able to shoot the like uh the the pit jump the 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 trench jump or whatever mm. after they like grabbed the sign like for whatever reason they yeah, couldn't get they that had in there one because... big jump in the very beginning of the the, the open the episode where they're chasing the sheriff car and again I, I hope I've taught you to recognize this every single one of these cars is fucking wrecked it's destroyed Total. and yeah. I yeah. they were extra fucked on this show because these engines were so big and heavy that they would tend to over rotate so to solve that problem they filled the trunks of the General Lee with up to a thousand pounds of cement 
Jesus. So you had an extra thousand pounds jackhammering this entire car into the pavement. <laughs> and they said that after one jump, a car was retired. It was it was like beyond destroyed. <laughs> they went through somewhere between the records are unclear. 255 to 360 oh Dodge God. Chargers. In fact, they ran out of this particular model of Charger. They started using 1970s Chargers and cosmetically altering them to look like the General Lee. They ran out of that in the final season, resorted to using RC cars to pull off the stunts, which I don't remember as a child. I kind of want to see an RC car episode. <laughs> eventually uh someone at your household got a phone call that's like all right we're down to the very last barn busting uh toy <laughs> toy uh general lee yeah. playset we do we need aaron's playset yes yeah <laughs> to to reenact our own uh so ooh, that's something we can talk about now because the dukes of hazard is a lot of fun it? super popular mm-hmm reigned like it was as popular as fucking dallas which is one of the most popular shows of all time is the lead into dallas it was and again you're talking about this like uh southern fried zeitgeist um trend yeah Yeah. like rj ewing was essentially just a non-satirical boss hog um (laughs) a ladies boss a ladies man's boss hog anyway wait rj was there an rj and a jr in dallas rj that's because i'm dyslexic it's definitely jr okay JR okay. Ewing, thank you for saving me. All I know about Dallas comes from that meme who shot JR. <laughs> and thank God that meme saved me because we get a thousand emails on this. Um, <laughs> I The Dukes of Hazard is a hell of a lot of fun, but everyone is uncomfortable about it because it features this, uh, you know, Confederate flag, uh, which is, yeah. I'm persuaded, pretty hateful imagery. Uh, associating yeah, yeah, yeah. associating with the you know these guys have fought against Confederacy there but they're flying a car to General Lee, so here's I think here's how you fix the Duke boys. Number one, mm-hmm. the Dukes the Duke boys themselves the Duke clan don't call them clan call it the family. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, yeah. no notes. They seem like good old boys, never meaning no harm, uh-huh. and I take them at their word. Uh-huh. Uh, they have a black friend. They have a, a black friend for another at least another episode. Yep. But they do not belong in the fictional Hazard County in Georgia. No, no, no. Oh, they belong to the real life city of Hazard by God, Kentucky, Kentucky. You know, famously a battleground state in the Civil War where plausibly some Duke family could be fighting Uh, against the rebels. ah, Kentucky. Maybe they even had a brother versus brother in the Civil War. Ooh, you got a clan of evil Dukes. That do fly to the <laughs> Confederate flags. That yes, yeah, that slave holding dukes yeah. that there and that you boo and hiss when they come on yeah. train. Kentucky birthplace uh-huh. of bourbon whiskey. So you got the moonshine and angle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Jesse can draw his direct lineage to an abolitionist who had a slave owning brother. Oh, and there was a family. Split. There was a stop on the underground railroad, and that's how. That's one of the ah, many ways uh-huh. they smuggled their booze without paying paying the revenue. Ah, they just they just it, yeah. they just turned that industry into uh to to the, the underground railroad. Generally, got to get it out of there. Generally, he's done. But you know who's <laughs> in General Grant. General okay. Ulysses Grant, unconditional surrender uh-huh. Grant. It's dark blue paint. Uh-huh. With bright gold trim. It's got four gold stars on each door. It's got old glory emblazoned on the roof. The horn doesn't play Dixie. It plays the battle hymn of the Republic. And everything else I think just works. I think I think you just everything else just that's that's it. You just it's just the Dukes of Hazard from that point of you just fix the Confederacy and everything else works. I got my one no. I only have one no. Okay. Because when I think of Dukes, I think of Frank Dukes, uh, Bloodsport. That's yes. right. I'm recasting both of the Duke boys as Jean Claude Van Damme, who's been known to double play impact. Yeah, two guys in one movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. So that's my note. Is uh, uh, JCVD plays both the Duke boys. Yes, yes. I I support uh, do that. Do we still too. call it the Dukes of Hazard? I mean, why not? Hazard, Kentucky. Uh, we could spell with an X, though. Oh yeah, D- yeah of course. D U X E S. But and don't get this. Don't get me wrong. This is not J C D V D playing Frank Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> and and oh, yeah, that's a good point. Good point. They wouldn't have to necessarily. Also, 
The thing is, also the general grant can go through time. The thing <laughs> is with AI face rigging and face swapping, I think you don't. You could probably pretty easily repaint the General Lee into the General Grant. Oh, and you could probably pretty easily voice train the 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 dub over when they say General Lee, just General Grant. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is this is in our power to fix. We can reclaim the Duke yeah. boys for a whole other generation. Watch yeah. guilt free. Yeah, and every time they say clan, they say folk. Yep, yep, yep. The Duke, the Duke folk, go back hundreds of years in Hazard County, Kentucky, Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it will work. It will work. We need to make. Uh, we need to make this happen. We we need to right. embrace the AI generated art movement so we're one uh, step closer to the real dukes of hazard uh that's all i got i love it i thought i think say no more um i had a great time watching it i've had a rough week and this show has actually been a, a, a shining point in a tough week for me so i love it so it was a real fun watch uh if you would like to send us feedback to this show it's real easy feeny f-e-e-n-y at baldmove.com we'll get you there uh, what 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 was a Gleek when you were growing up? We gotta settle this. We got we got to get down to the bottom of this Gleek lore. <laughs> uh, once again, that is Feeny at baldmove.com. Jay, how do people connect with you on all the things you're doing on these internet webs? Follow me on Twitch, blue underscore J underscore streams. Follow me on YouTube, Blue J streams. All right. Sounds good. We'll be back next week with the midpoint of the season two of the fabulous Wise Mr. Feeney a car. We're going to be mm. looking at the greatest American hero. Mm-hmm. Some say it has the greatest American theme song yeah. of all time. I don't know. I don't know if it can beat Knight Rider, the Duke boys and or Airwolf, depending on which host you want to trust and believe here. But uh, or and a team. Some of us have a rational a team love. We'll see. Uh, I'm excited because this is the one I went to bat for. So this is like I'm I'm repping this episode. All right, you get All to right. be pleasantly I'm, surprised. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, until next week, I'm Aaron. I'm Jay McCain. Oh shoot, I forgot. Hit the ejector seats, generally. Making their way. That's just a little bit more than the noble life. Just a good old boy Wouldn't change if they could Fighting the system like a two modern day Robin Hood